Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's The Last of Us HBO Breakdown Series. Of course, I am Tim Geddes and I am joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adeoye Jr. Good morning, Tim. And joining us as well as the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. How are you? I'm fantastic. Can't wait to talk to you guys about this episode. Honestly, one of the greatest episodes of TV I have ever laid my wow. eyes on. Didn't never watch Nashville, time. did you? I never, I never shit. did. I <laughs> never, never did Riverdale. watch. Nope, nope. Neither of those on the list, everybody. We're about but... season two of The Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Back to the island. Oh yeah. Oh right? my lord. We got Deathstroke. We're having a great time out here. <laughs> we are having a great time out here. And where is here, everybody? YouTube.com/slash kind of funny every single Monday at 9 a.m. We're going to be live right here, breaking down everything we liked, everything we didn't like about each and every episode of. The Last of Us. Uh, we have the first ep- two episodes up. Now you can go check them out on YouTube or you can get this as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kinda Funny Screencast and we'll be right there for you. Uh, if you want to get the show ad-free though, you got to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and you won't have to listen to our ad for Grammarly, which we'll get to later. Uh, our Patreon producers, Jay Kolbs, Nathan Lamoth, Mom- Monica Boomenlog, DJ Kento on Twitch, Trent Berry, James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, and Casey Andrew, they know all about that life that no ad life and we appreciate all of them so much so you can join them on patreon.com slash kind of funny um before we get into to too deep into everything where we go full spoilers full spoilers into this we're gonna start off a little spoiler free thoughts around the table just in case people for some reason don't all i want to know spoiler free is Mm -hmm. did you cry tim did i cry yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I cried a lot, Greg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I cried like probably too early. <laughs> I, I also cried very early, and I was not expecting it. And it just, it just kept going. But we'll get into that stuff in the in the more spoilery, spoilery stuff. But spoiler free, Greg Miller. What do you think of this episode? I thought it was fantastic. I, you know, it's one of those when you we we were very uh, purposeful with The Last of Us on HBO. If we wanted to, we could have watched them. We could have done the whole like get the screeners and yada yada yada. But we didn't want to take away from the weekly reactions, right? Because it's hard to why sit on things early and blah blah blah. Uh, and so you had that problem, and the I think the decks or the chip stacked against this one, right? Of being like, hey, episode three is the best episode. It's so you know, everybody says that long, and I feel like, all right, well, you're already setting it up to not live up to those expectations. And I think. Again, us being fans of the game, we knew uh, to an extent what we were getting from Bill and Frank, um, and this blew everything out of the water. Like I was, I was, I was, I, I'm at a loss for words now to describe how good I thought that was, and how, what a ride that was, and how uh, beautiful an episode it was. Bless. 
Yeah, I had the, the same thing while uh, seeing people react to it from seeing the screeners and people review it, right? Episode 3 was the one that everyone would hype up. And last week, I was telling my friends, I was like, yo, episode 3 better blow me away. Because if not, like, people are building this thing up to, to, to get overhyped. And it did not get overhyped. Like, that episode was incredible. For me, it lives up to everything that I want the last of us as a franchise to be and especially with this hbo series i think it, it it tells such a great story about what connects people and you know love and all this stuff right and i think that's what last of us does best uh as an ip and so yeah i think th this is a fantastic episode best episode so far and i'm sure this will go down by the end of the year as one of the best episodes of television this year yeah i mean i already said it but like, i think not even just this year i do think of all time this was such a special episode and i love the way that it functions as a continuation of the story that we've been setting up already as a continuation of the story that we've now known from the game for the last decade but also just this function standalone is just one piece of content in such a beautiful way that i thought they were so smart about how they had the setup in the beginning and then even with like how the end all pays off and brings it together this felt like a movie you know, and for it to be the runtime that it was, like, I just love that we're in an era that people can get weird. And HBO has always played a little fast and loose with the the runtimes of its shows, especially in the HBO Max era. But I just love that you could tell from beginning to end, this was a creator's vision. And it this seems like this episode in particular being written by, by Craig and last week's being written by Neil. I just love the effortless back and forth between their styles and the the, there is a cohesive vision between their visions, and I love that we, we get to see that for the next – we have six more weeks of this, and awesome. I am – I can't wait for for all of that. But yeah, I'm already but, dreading it ending, though. I know. I'm already oh, doing yeah. that thing where I'm like, oh man, three. That's a, that's a third of the show gone. Shit. Yeah, but even then, like, Bless was talking about wanting to rewatch last night's episode last night. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so I finished like, the episode. I was about to go to bed, and I was like, I could go for one more watch, and ended up not. But like, I got real close to watching it twice in one night. Yeah, this show so far, it seems like something that I'm going to end up wanting to rewatch in the future. Just I, like I've wanted to replay the game so many times. Last night when I booted up HBO Max and I clicked on Last of Us, it actually resumed the episode from last week because I went back to watch part of the conversation being how sometimes it buffers you back a bit. So it buffered me back just enough to watch the, in the very beginning the, you know, uh, the fungus doctor talk to the army guy. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. Entire, I got to watch this entire scene. And it bump. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. Tim, would you believe me if I told you that Craig Mazin also wrote the backstory episode of Mythic Quest? Yes, I would. And, and I, I didn't realize that until afterward. And it made so much sense because I was thinking about that episode while watching this episode. It's, it's just Craig Mason. He knows what he's doing. He's and, got and this stuff. Big head from uh, Silicon Valley was in that as well. So I wonder if that was the connection. Good luck charm. The, the oh, the, yeah, that, that makes sense. Good luck charm. Yes, exactly. Um, but he anyways. also wrote Good Luck Chuck. <laughs> oh, he wrote Good Luck Chuck. No, I'm fucking oh, <laughs> he might have, though, because Craig, he did actually write Scary Movie 3 yeah, and 4 yeah. and Hangover and all that we stuff. We don't bring those up. We don't. Uh, we just look like he came he came to Chernobyl in this and just all this guy does is hit banger after banger. Banger after he fucking banger. He also wrote superhero movie, Tim, the classic. He did. I never saw that, and I don't think I ever will. Um, but yeah, it's, even review coward. The the uh, flashback <laughs> episode of Mythic Quest is so damn good. Fantastic. The backstory one, and I, for a lot of I'm right there with this one. Exactly. It's like let's just. We, we know what we're playing with. Let's go back and make it even more poignant and powerful. Yep. Uh, but all right, that's enough of the spoiler-free nonsense, everybody. Let's get into it. Let's absolutely spoil the shit out of this. The the di most different um, version of the story we've seen so far from the, the, the translation from game to TV show, but... Bless, kick us off with the spoiler thoughts. God, Nick Offerman, man. Like, yeah. I was not expecting this performance out of him for Bill, because Bill in the game is very much just this asshole dude, right? And you read the, the notes about Frank, and like the way that Frank goes in the game is so different from the way that they go in the TV show. And I think 
taking the opportunity to go, how do we tell this story in a way that is more meaningful and more fitting to, to TV? We've talked about this for the last few weeks of making the smart decisions because it's not a video game. How do you tell a, a, a more worthwhile story through TV? And I think they found a really good one. I think Last of Us is such a good universe to explore because it is just you know zombie apocalypse like we've seen these kind of worlds before but i think the ways in which neil and naughty dog and now through the hbo show they tell stories in that world feels a bit more tailored to this kind of story where it is hey let's just tell a story about two people in their connection and you know how they how how they fall in love and grow old in a zombie apocalypse which is and i know it's not zombies but you get where i'm going with this which is something i feel like we don't get that often right the fact that like they grew old together, right? We got to watch them fall in love together. I think that, for me, that that is a big part of what made this so special. Gregory? 100%. Yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, it's funny you bring up uh, it being a zombie show, right? Like, we have two infected throughout the entire episode, neither of which are a threat, right? We have the one pinned down in the basement with Ellie and the one who just gets blown away while <laughs> Nick Offerman's eating steak, right? And that's really it. That's really the only uh, glimpse we get into how fucked up the rest of the world is out there. And, uh, I thought that was awesome. You know, I, I it's I, I would want to know. You started crying early. What set you off early? Oh, I'm just I'm very weak willed. I mean, like like you know, no weak will. Here's the thing. Beautiful. When when it comes down to it, it's like I have always really deeply connected with media, and I feel like I m- movies and TV shows and video games are made to make people feel things. You know, and I want to feel things. I, I want yeah, yeah. to meet the creator there with the with their intent, and I. I I often like I think get overly emotional from movies and stuff because I'm like just so into what they're trying to make me feel. And that's why for the longest time I was like, I never want to get a dog because I don't want to lose a dog. And watching dog movies always is like the the deepest fear of mine. And I sure. it, I hate it. It makes me so damn sad. And now I have two dogs and like we'll have to fucking deal with that. And uh that type of sadness, watching things like Lion King, losing parents, all that stuff, like it just I know it affects everybody a lot. Like that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. they do it. But it really, it really hits me. And seeing this, being next to G, I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. can't. Like it just, I knew where it was going to end. Right here, I'm getting all choked up now thinking about it. But it's like they did such a great job of building them up as characters, and I knew they were going to get ripped apart because I played the game and I know. And also, it's The Last of Us. I know where they're going with this. But yeah. like. They, well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like usually there's no happy endings you think in Last of Us, and really I think this is the happiest ending you can have. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, and like that, it's it's so it's so beautiful. The amount of lines uh, and just like the, the script of this episode, like yeah, yeah. we can give so so much praise to the performances; they're so so deserved. But yeah, the script of this episode is just top to bottom, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. and I was saying this in the in the beginning a little bit, but. I just really appreciate how they used the opening scene um, with Joel and Ellie to set the stage. If, if this was the first episode you were watching, they explained the whole, like the source of the outbreak and just a couple lines of dialogue. I really appreciate that because that was up. something I had seen in the last week of like, oh, how would this have happened then? Why would it do it? And it's so awesome to see a show anticipate that kind of stuff and have an answer for you the next week. And it's just great that we get that stuff and then immediately we get this montage setting up Bill's character that is essentially five years of walking dead storyline just all <laughs> thrown into a five minute beautiful montage and then we get the love story that's essentially taking the beginning of up and turning it into an hour-long perfect drama and then it's just it just keeps growing and keeps yeah. adding on top of it i for me i choked up the first time when uh i have it down as when bill's voice break saying what and i think it's when he's getting it starts to get explained to him that he wants them to kill him or whatever like he, he's like a what and he like he choked and then obviously the montage i cried throughout but then when it was uh 
and you were my purpose. That's when I like I was sobbing, like like yeah. ugly crying, and it's like obviously I'm ugly crying the way I ugly cried when Porty died, and it's like obviously the same thing of like you know uh, Jen's off on a trip right now, so I'm watching home alone, and it's just like so much tied up, and like as soon as the episode ended, I texted Jen, he was she was asleep, I was just like. Do not watch. I don't know how you would have a chance to watch it without our HBO, but do not watch this without me. Like you cannot watch this. You are not prepared for this. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. That's like, I mean that's real good advice because yeah, it it's real heavy for me. The the moment actually that broke me, and this is how weak I am. It it was the piano, yep, and it's it, it it's the idea that uh in in this world that focuses so much on love and, and these concepts, like the idea that there's not music, uh-huh. and like I know that him. That Bill specifically does have music and you can use the the radio and stuff, but like, but you know what I mean. We, so no one's we, creating and sharing exactly music. all of that, and and to, also the great line of like, it's it's an how, is this a class? It's a nineteen forty eight. How much is it worth? Nothing now. Yeah, it's you like know? that was great, but just when they sit down and start themselves making music and then making it together, it, there was something so beautiful about that that like that really 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 touched me. Yeah, for me it was the piano scene leading into them kissing for the first time. Like I think something just about the performance of it alone uh was enough to get me cuz I think they did nail down the fact that hey, it's been years in in uh, in the apocalypse. Bill has been alone forever, right? Frank is a dude who is like trying to find civilization and they're both struggling and like to see Frank's just to see Frank's reaction to everything, right? Bill cooking, having this nice place, having this piano, and ha- them having this moment the of Beaujolais. getting to be the what was that? The Beaujolais. The Beaujolais. <laughs> them having this moment of getting to be human, right? Like pre-apocalyptic human for a day, and then like having that having that moment together for me, I was like, oh damn, like ah, oh, this is getting me right here. Yeah, and I think even the the little moments for us, like the expectations we have of these characters and obviously they went in very 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 similar but then different directions like having the the constant jumps in time i've just like seen i've just seen the relationship grow but then also being able to go from like these beautiful tender moments to extremely scary stressful moments to like just back and forth like again effortlessly was so impressive to me and when we get the the bill fake out of the death i when he when when they came in on his eyes i was like no i literally was like said out loud no to no one no way and then you come back in i'm like okay they're like oh he's in a wheelchair oh no frank's in the wheelchair like you know what i mean it's it was so great much. you know yeah, yeah. and it felt real it felt grounded like last of us has always really the only thing that. i didn't think felt grounded well there's like in terms of their story was the tower defense of like the people were attacking you know bill gets shot and i was also this isn't even what i'm getting at but i thought it was interesting that frank came out with a gun like i know you want to help or whatever but frank also seems so caught off guard i'm like this many years in, I feel like Bill would have been like, listen, if anyone ever, atta-, you know what I mean? He would have been like, this is what's going to happen. You go here, you do this thing. But whatever, that aside, it was more the, when, even when he's starting to operate on him, he's like, don't worry, like the fence is electrified. This is that, then it's going to be, I was like, that seems a bit simple turnkey to get us out of this situation. I feel like those people would have been like, fucking, we're going back and we're getting more of our people if we have them. And I know there's a million things that could go a different way, but like, I feel like there would have been, and maybe there was a second attack and yada, yada, yada. It just felt, that was a little part. I was like, all right, well, okay. I feel like this should have gone a different thing. I, I I see what you're saying. Having said that, how fucking sick was oh, it, it was seeing amazing. the flamethrowers oh, yeah, go off? Yeah. I was like, this is like the dopest end goal to like the survivalist like tower defense shit like yeah. in action. I was like, this is awesome. At what point did you guys realize that we're not where we weren't getting the build up to Joel and Ellie actually meeting Bill in current time? When they I, for me it was when oh when they weren't going to meet. Period. Like they were gonna, he was going to die or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I that, yeah, basically, yeah. For me, I knew it wasn't going to go the way we thought it went in the game when we got the initial 
Frank leaving, fuck off. And he walked out. I was like, oh, shit, they're doing it. And then it was like, no, I want to decorate the town. This is my home. I live here, too. I was like, oh, this is really actually sweet and beautiful. And then getting them back, that's when I was like, okay, we're going a completely different direction. And then since we already, when we already had the attack on the compound, I was like, oh, shit. So it was a great fake-out trailer edit before where it's not going the way I thought it was with the sound going. And then I was like, well, why would the sound go? And then they got old, and I was like, oh, no, we're not getting there. Like, we're just not going to get there. I mean, with that, like, I love the story they told. I am just blown away and i honestly can't believe that we didn't get the upside down scene yeah. sure and like i feel like we are gonna get it later like i feel like you can't not adapt that moment but i, I it could be build. a tommy trap or something like that or right i guess it could we, be as we move towards the fireflies them setting up the traps as much as they did and talking about them i, I was even more surprised that we didn't end up, i thought for sure it was gonna happen at some point in this episode even if it was the end part, like when I remember, like when we we get like the the death, or at least the they walk upstairs and like there's a transition. It's like I, I pause. It, I'm like, damn, we have 17 minutes left. We're still gonna get it in my mind. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. and then we didn't, which just really. I thought when Joel and Ellie came in and found it all, like something would have happened there. And I get that pacing wise, that could have been a little weird. But I'm just surprised we didn't get one of the most iconic moments. I think you'll still get that somewhere in here. I think it's a weird shakedown maybe i didn't think about it in the time but now i would go the more that i felt like bill's traps were more defensive and that's a more offensive almost hunting trap which i think would apply better to somebody who's going out and doing stuff even if you were just being affected which i get but like maybe not and they've they've already remixed some things in the show as well right like in previous episodes we've already gotten them visiting the flooded hotel which the game came through later yeah yeah. i think that'll be a smart thing to because i don't think it would fit in this episode just in terms of i get it what the focus is we're definitely gonna have it later i just think that like it's a bill trap and like we don't Mm -hmm. see other people use traps right like in the game until two but yeah one of the things i do want to call it we're talking about joel and ellie stuff again how dope it was and even for us is for whatever for me as a fan of when Ellie sees the arcade cabinet, and oh, I was like, yeah. "Oh, they're gonna do that!" And it was, and it's actually Mortal Kombat too. I was yep. like, "That's fucking dope! That's they did awesome! Great. So good!" Like, oh. and then it's the same lines from the game, but it's about actually Melina rather than the made-up stuff they had to do, which gets me so excited for Left Behind oh, and what they're gonna fucking do there. They're gonna nail it, man! And again, uh, Bella Ramsey continues to just absolutely crush of the course. role. Of course, the delivery of the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 so damn good. And again, that was a beautiful moment of performance in a very difficult to watch scene overall because sure. she's reading this like extremely well-written letter from bill right that like we have so much emotion tied to the save test thing like all of that just hits so hard and seeing pedro pascal's performance like just his face just just taking it all in was like oh man we're going on a journey these next I, couple eps this the end of the letter not the test part i do appreciate especially the performance of it. make sure you pre- and like he comes and snatches it and goes outside. I also really loved the moment in the very, 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 very beginning, right, of him doing the thing, stacking the rocks in a Karen. Like, you know what I mean? Doing his, or Karen, Karen, I think it's called. Uh, I only know him from Uncharted. Kick him over, get the enchantment. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, his little memorial to test, right, in his own mind. Anyway, so back to that. The I letter, didn't realize that. I'm stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was definitely him. I felt like saying goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, that letter at the end, I thought it was a little ham-fisted in terms of like, in episode three, let's tell you the journey and why things were spoilers, yeah, for the entire game, two games. Why Joel's gonna make the choice he makes at the end. Yep. And I feel they've already done made they did it, I forget, in in episode one, they did it earlier. They there was something that was a little bit more like whatever about love. But this one I felt was really like literally him telling you, do anything to protect the people you love. And about and it was like yeah. aimed at tests, which was heartbreaking, but it was also like, again, knowing on the journey we're going on, I was like, all right. 
I get why we do this, and I get if you've never seen it before, I think it probably doesn't read as like no, no. We want to justify Joel's actions and make you understand in Joel's head why he's going to do everything he does. Yes, yeah, I used to hate the world, and I was happy when it, when everyone in it died, but I was wrong because there was one person in the world worth saving. I saved him and I protected him. That's why men li- like you and me are here. Uh, I protected him uh, and something, something, and God help any motherfuckers that stand in our way. Cool right? ending. That's a great ending. Yeah, like, but it was very much quote. like protect one person, save one person. You <laughs> yeah. have to save one. I'm like, like I that's it. why you and me are here. We got to protect. I get it. I fucking loved it. Get on the nose, baby. It's fucking good. It's our boy Bill, man. He's been through some shit, Greg. He's been through some bad shit. I loved him. He always looked good, though. Yeah, they always had such nice shirts. I was like, man, maybe I should wear more collared, like flannel shirts. These guys look great in them. Uh, The other man. Um, do, what what is his Murray name? Bartlett? Murray Bartlett. Bartlett. Oh my damn God! You, you saw him. We saw White Lotus one, uh, right? Yeah, White yeah. Lotus season one. He's fantastic in uh, Chippendales. He's fantastic in this. He's fantastic in. Yeah, give this guy every role, every yeah. single, every award, every single. Everything. Him and, yeah, him and Offerman. I think were Their such for tan- was fantastic. Yeah, and it was interesting to see it develop because at first I I was like, this seems jarring. Is it moving too fast or whatever? Blah blah blah. blah. But then like I think it was after the. Their initial like meeting in 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 love story beginning right and him I'm not a whore I'm gonna be here for a few days yada yada and then seeing them move on I think like I thought that that was where it built for me and I was like damn by the end of it I, yeah, obviously sobbing and stuff like that like they were so good their performances were so good and yeah when Bill came out with the waddle the waddle the bottle the wine bottle as I moved maybe we should call them waddles now you know what I mean waddle, yeah yo grab a waddle on your way back you'll know what I mean <laughs> that wine bottle you know what I mean. I'm gonna hit you up 5:30 on a Friday. <laughs> Bring me that water. We'll workshop. We'll workshop. <laughs> Anyways, though, when he came back with the bottle already uncapped, you know what I mean? Already open, like a new bottle of wine. We've seen Bill do it twice now, right? Where he shows the bottle and then pours the bottle and like does like he knows how to do it. And I thought it was so cool when you know uh, Frank drank his and then Bill did the exact same thing. And he's like, there was stuff in that too, wasn't there? enough to kill a horse. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, that's awesome. Oh. Yeah, and that's the only thing. We saw it coming, but it was so beautiful. It was just so yeah. damn good. Them going up into the room, like the whole thing of leaving the window open, and then we get that shot, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it's this shot. It's yeah, the fucking yeah, title yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. Like, I loved it. Those little things were so fun. And all the, all the other, like, just gameplay nods and things, like the the beginning of them walking and talking about shooting and missing. And he's like, it happens more often than you think. Like, yeah. I loved that. Them, like, legitimately scavenging and, like, it looking like the game. And my my favorite video game cinematography thing was when the Raiders were coming and Frank's going out with the gun. He grabs the gun and the camera follows him out of the building and it was like, this is a third person action game. Yeah, like, this yeah, is dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, shout out to the outfit change toward the end oh, of the yeah. episode. You get the shirt. Where you, get, you get the shirt. Yeah, that was yeah, dope. Ollie with that the long sleeve and the, in the short sleeve and then also Joel. With and it was the like when they went to the track, I'm like, here comes the blue and white track and they rip it off. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah I, that was the scene I, I pulled up on YouTube to show G and it's yeah, like, yeah. damn. Like, they just fucking one-to-one nailed the little things, which, like, really just goes a long way to, like, make this feel faithful. Another another thing that got me, it didn't make me cry necessarily, but did get me, was when um, after uh, Ellie reads the note and stops the test and then Joel takes it and then goes outside, him, like, taking that moment to kind of process and yeah. like, kind of feel for both, like, it seems like he was grieving both tests and then also uh, Bill and Frank, right? And, like, having it all hit, hit him in that one moment before he has to go back and do his thing, like, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Love all the the continued backstory that we've gotten. Like I think the first two episodes did so great with the cold opens of like getting ah, us I was even. Missing it this time. I was, I was waiting for it. Yeah, and I then wanted when a I cold open. The they whole... jump right in. I was like, all right, cool. But then I mean, the show itself is obviously. Well, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. But like even like the like not the actual cold open of this, but right after the um the 
the intro, there was the the bit of them walking, and yeah. then you, we see all the the skeletons. Dude, Nothing you were in the, the sky. Oh, that stuff so good, so damn great. Uh, but the transition of seeing the the little kid with the clothes on and the camera going in and it going out, it being two thousand three, like all of that, that stuff. Was amazing. And uh, uh, Joel explaining the whole thing, like on it was Friday, September twenty sixth. Yeah. On Monday, everything was gone. Like those things to me continue to just add so much more to the story. I and I, well, I really appreciate. While it. we're in the flashback, shout out again to the the line that we already saw in the trailer, but not today, you new world order jack boot fucks. Like, it's so fucking good. And the whole the Nazi line that they oh, have. Yeah. They, they are Nazis, them. not then. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that, there was and there's one the key. Oh, the one thing I want to call out too is that even though I'm a stupid moron, I didn't see it coming when uh, um, Frank was like in the boutique. You know, we're gonna have friends. I've been talking to this lady on the radio. I didn't expect it to be Tess, and so then to get the scene of them having a little dinner there with Tess and Joel, I thought was awesome. I thought that you know I don't know which way this actually works, but the de aging they did to them or the up aging they've done <laughs> for like whatever to Pedro and uh, uh, I forget the woman's name uh, Tess and, and the sheriff. Thank you very much. Uh, they looked great here, and they looked young, and it looked different. You know what I mean? And I liked the Frank test connection, and then the you know so, uh, Bill yeah. Joel thing, and then when they left, and he still got the gun. And like that was just overall, I thought that was such a cool thing and such a cool turn. Yeah. The translation of, to, uh, of Bill from game to to show has been so good, just because they they also kept a lot of the same assholey attitude mm-hmm. and like a lot of the funny bits of Bill, while also just injecting in so much of this like oh damn no i kind of feel for this guy right and you care about the, about the love story the line from frank where he's like arby's didn't have free lunch it was a restaurant yeah that one great. actually got a really really good chuckle out of me as well and that was the thing about it where like to be in this situation frank was so funny and so charming you know what oh, I mean? yeah. there's no way not to like him when he comes out i love the i loved everything i mean in general just everything from murray's performance is phenomenal right but even in the whole of just like are you armed no. <laughs> Why did you wait so long? So good, I thought about yeah. lying. I could have come. I haven't eaten in two days. It doesn't sound that long when you say it. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I was like, damn, you want to? Yeah, I'd want to invite this guy in, even though if he's with Raiders or whatever. Yeah, and I, I loved the, even the backstory there, talking about the the Baltimore QZ going down yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. It's just like oof, it just adds that the, extra the world. reality to the world. Where you're like, oh, there's like so much scary shit yeah. out there. And so I here, oh sorry, I put this in a, in a tweet last night that like I think this this episode was the one for me that really drilled home the idea that you know I want I'll love for a, a last West anthology where it is sure. like just building on this world because. I love this episode with it mostly not even being Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm looking forward to Joel and Ellie's story the rest of the season. Well, that's season two. I mean, that's a different conversation, right? We yeah. should save that here for the end of the episode because I would love to know, like, we've they've announced since we were last live, season two is a go, right? So you assume that's all of part two. And so then... I don't think so. Huh? You don't think so? We've talked about this a million times. I, I, I think season two is half of part two. Okay. And Fair enough. Oh, okay, cool. And then season four is Lost of Us Factions. It'll be more of an... Well, see, that's where I was driving. I'm saying once they've run out of game... What do you do with The Last of Us? Because I'm sure HBO would want to keep going, and the anthology would be great. It should have been. I don't. I don't have a full one, but I'll give you this. It should have been what Fear the Walking Dead should have been. Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> this is the one exactly what I was talking about. I've pitched this a million times. Fear the Walking Dead should have been Fear the Walking Dead. I think it was L.A. Fear the Walking Dead L.A. Season two should have been Fear the Walking Dead Chicago. Fear the Walk. And it should have every season should have been we are starting the outbreak again from a different point of view, and that would have been awesome. Anthology, it I would do have. agree, would be rent- <laughs> if yeah. they were like. Last of us, and, and, whatever. Every episode's a different thing inside the world. I'd be down for that too. And that's the interesting thing where you can go with it because Tim says it's factions, which I think would be a fascinating thing. The only, the only um, hang up I have with it is that I, the, I don't know what the factions narrative is going to look like because of the multiplayer. Like, of course, it's Naughty Dog. It's going to be a, a good story, I imagine, but I think it's going to be a different story, right? Like, I don't think we're going to have the Bill and Frank stories of the world or like the Sam and Henrys of the world because it is multiplayer. So they're, I feel like the story is going to be a bit more 
broad and lore focused of like, hey man, you got hunters over hey man. in. <laughs> hey man, Michael Sarah's oh, here. Michael Sarah. uh, hey man, you, you, you got. <laughs> I'm here to walk into the trailer. <laughs> you got um, hunters in New York doing a, a specific thing. They have a specific item we need. We need, need you to go there, and I'm sure they're gonna build in, um, uh, build that up to be interesting because Naughty Dog. Are Thanks, Michael Sarah's joining us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, Michael, so, oh, God damn, okay. that was that was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, but I, for me, the way I envision it would be more black mirror style but like for the yeah. la- for the last was or even awesome. even a better example um said me and you talk about mythic quest now because i watched mythic quest over the winter break and i fucking love it and they have each season um a standalone episode that is a flashback episode that is telling something telling a story that's within the world of the myth- mythic quest and it was i think announced recently that a whole season of that yeah yeah that they're doing a whole season of that and i think that could work so well for the last was world if it is hey every episode is a just is just about the relationship between a couple of people or a group of people and surviving and living in the last of us world right like i think you can i think you can get original content off that way and also not conflict with like the what people come to expect in terms of how the lore matches up with the lore of the uh, game and all that stuff right like i think just doing it through i think just telling original stories through an anthology series would get that job done yeah uh we're gonna keep talking about this but before we do that let me tell you a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Grammarly for sponsoring this episode. From essays to emails, Grammarly's communication assistants can help you write with confidence. Grammarly is a must-have for every student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using Grammarly for years, and Joey specifically is a huge fan. She says, and I quote, Grammarly is used with everything. Emails, tweets, even writing our weekly schedule. Sometimes my brain works faster than my fingers and it's nice to have a second set of eyes. The free versions of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions, a tone detector, and a synonym feature, all to help you proofread your work as you write. So you can be sure it's mistake-free and polished before submitting. Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features like clarity full sentence rewrites, which flag and rephrase hard to read sentences. Premium even comes with plagiarism detection from essays and projects to emails and presentations improve your grades this semester with grammarly you can sign up for an account today at grammarly.com slash kind of funny and get 20 percent off when you're ready to upgrade to grammarly premium that's g-r-a-m-m-a-r-l-y.com slash kind of funny grammarly.com slash kind of funny this episode is supported by fx's clipped The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we get to the end of this episode. We get the little preview for next time on. And it's like straight the fuck up out of it. I can't wait. Yeah, like, like this is go. the thing. One of the things that it leaked or they, they what they showed a production shot and it was the truck through the convenience store. I'm like, oh, 
I, I want I that's like the one thing one for one I think will play really well and be really cool to see. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I, mean, I, I really hope we get the oh, he's not even hurt. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's not even hurt. I'll you know, wait for that line. One of the uh the things I find most interesting about the show so far is its commitment to restraint for action. Sure. Where um in the the first episode even, like I guess the one thing that they, they upped the ante of was like the, a fucking plane crashes instead of a car crash, and it was like, oh, this shit's crazy. But then after that, it's like the the amount of clickers we've seen so far the like amount of even like like human enemies that we've seen so far is so much lower than the game that obviously the gameplay has to be more fun and in yeah, moment yeah. to moment engaging but like the choices they made to limit the robert stuff and all of that but even with where we're at here last week when we saw the next time on episode it was action-packed it looked like there was going to be raiders left and right yeah, going yeah, to bill's yeah, town yeah. and people busting through fences and like all the shit and Turns out, oh, that was just him gathering stuff alone, <laughs> like breaking down fences to get uh, gas and stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it's really clever editing to make things seem like crazier than they are. I wonder if that's going to be the case next week. Because I, I know feel like that's got to be the big set piece. It's got to right? be yeah, a big yeah, yeah. action set piece because that's what that is in the game of the truck yeah. fucking like going around going crazy. But like, I, I still wonder, is it going to be more subdued than we kind of even expect? Well, yeah, I doubt we're going to get like. The camera swings around underneath a broken piece of glass, and Pedro Pascal's getting pushed down. He grabs the other guy and shoves his neck down on it. Like, I doubt we get that level of shit, but I wouldn't put it back. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wonder what they do with it from a story perspective, because that's the Pittsburgh chapter in the game. And I feel like Pittsburgh didn't have that much story go on. I feel like that was a lot of just action and sneaking through and taking down enemies. Well, had the hotel. We did have the hotel, which moved. So now, yeah, this is probably just going to really focus on. The Raiders are still there. Exactly. <laughs> another, Behind interesting, enemy lines. another interesting aspect is that because Billstown is so different and because the hotel moved up, we have not been intri- uh, introduced to a bloater yet. And we know from the oh, trailers yeah. that yeah. bloaters like are a thing. That's so. a good call. Where he stomps um, yeah. over the side. Yeah. yeah. Or grabs over the side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the gym. Yeah, that's that was Pittsburgh, of, right? No, no the that gym was, was the end four. of Billstown. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. hotel, uh, that's where you go, like, underwater, and then there's that whole, like, um, basement where you have to play as Joel alone, and you turn on the generator, and then the bloater comes out with all the, the stalkers, which yeah. are super creepy oh, man, in the I remake, and I hope they don't go that way with the, the, the TV show, but they probably will, and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, how many how many episodes we got left now? Six. Oh, we got six episodes? We got still? six episodes, yeah. although they, they are not going to be as long as... Mm-hmm. The first and third one. I feel like there's still, um, for where we're at, there's still quite a bit of story left to, to tell. Like, they're keeping good pace going through. Like, I mentioned last week that each of the episodes seem like they're tackling a chapter, right? They're kind of going one for one. That said, they're still left behind to do. And that said, like, they're still, if you are going chapter by chapter, there's one more chapter in the game than there are episodes of um, the show because the, the, the hospital is, uh, is the last chapter. So I wonder if they do start, like, combining certain things so that we're getting uh, a couple of events at the same time as opposed to Pittsburgh just being Pittsburgh because I think if you do Pittsburgh just Pittsburgh it is just going to be Joel and Ellie hiding and like maybe interfacing having conflict with the the hunters um but I wonder yeah maybe you throw a bloater in there maybe there are Maybe you meet Sam and Henry at the end of the episode introduce Sam and Henry here because they get introduced like late into Pittsburgh yeah Yeah. but it'd be interesting to show them the trailer I thought you would have done that hmm yeah, right. it's, so it could be a thing they, the attack on there. Yeah, we meet them and then we roll into the next episode with them. You know, talking about them uh, watching last night's episode and how 
heart-wrenching it was it's just wild to think that we got sarah in the first episode then we get this and it's like damn we we had six last episode uh, test in last episode and we had, you know when we were off barrett mentioned something uh that uh, that neil and craig are saying on the podcast i've been listening to them too on the way after uh home from this show and they are it seems like you know they're very much driving home the, the love the love the love and so like you know it was the love of sarah the love of tess the love of bill and frank and so yeah what is the love it can't be the love of bloaters yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. There we go. So I think maybe I have Sam and Henry get introduced. Le- Levelhead and Chad mentioned something that might, probably won't be this next episode, but I could see it being the episode after. Is like, what do they do for Ish? Like, uh, Levelhead says Ish flashback cold open, which I think could be a really cool. interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's wild how many big story beats we have left that are going to rip our hearts out. And like, I feel like what you're saying about each episode having that, it's like I, they have the potential to actually do that every single episode with yep. rare wins, with rare positive. Like, yeah, we got that guys moments, but. Uh, man. Hmm. I, I could also see this episode just being the episode to really cement further Joel and Ellie's relationship. Like, if you are just having a, hey, yeah. let us let let them breathe, right? Like, up till now, it it has been them with Tess. It has been um, Bill and Frank. You know, you, you haven't had a full episode of just Joel and Ellie and them talking and going back and forth and all this stuff. And you this need could to start be that time. Yeah, I really appreciated that in this episode, right? At the very beginning again, after he does a little test memorial, and she's like... You know, I just wanted to say, he's like, I don't want to hear your sorry. I'm not going to fucking say I'm sorry. I'm going to say this isn't my fault. Like, don't blame me for Tess. And he, he yeah. does, Pedro does that nod. I was like, that's cool as hell. And then they start, like, talking a bit more, right, as they go through. Like, yeah, I could see that, that. Yeah, they do need to, we do need to see them come together and not just be around other people. Yeah. You know, uh, a path that I'm interested if they continue going down is we've seen a much more, like, bloodthirsty is not the right word, but the seeds of a bloodthirsty Ellie knowing from the games where she ends oh, up like when she executes the infected in this episode. Exactly. And it's like, you know, we see her in episode one where she gets activated. Like they, they said in the um, post-show thing. Uh, but then to see her in episode two, ask questions about the bloater or about the infected overall and like be really interested in all this. Have you ever killed one? Like all that. And to see her have that moment, she's like, I can fuck with this and I can have this moment that the look on her face. I didn't expect that. Like I didn't yeah. expect them to to keep going down that path of like her being in this really fucked up world and what that's doing to her. And I wonder if next episode, it being more action heavy, it being the glass shard Joel thing, like if Joel and Ellie are gonna bond through violence in a, in a way I mean, that she, she, sa- that she saves him or whatever, right? Yeah. This could be the hey motherfucker and hit him with the brick or whatever. I mean, I think yeah. I, I think instead of the brick, it might be the gun, right? Because she stole. All oh, right, right, right. I think, she, I think she busts it out and pops a cap in his head, and Joel's like, "Where the fuck did you get that?" And it turns into to it's an like, Don't worry, you're with me now. <laughs> she spins it, puts it in her pocket. <laughs> she has the revolver ocelot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play, you ever play Metal Gear? I had a friend who had a PlayStation. <laughs> Uh, any any final thoughts on episode three of the last? Of it's us? gonna stay with me a long time. You know what I mean? It's gonna be one I think about a long time. I am both excited and nervous to eventually watch it with Jen when she returns. Yeah, fantastic episode. I think I'm gonna watch it again at some point. Like it was only few TV episodes, at least for like this kind of serialized show, get that out of me. Uh, usually it's Atlanta, but yeah, I think this episode for me was so good that I want to experience it again. Right? Like I think it's gonna hold up for me as. Um, one of the, again, like I said before, one of the best episodes uh, of TV this year, and possibly one that I come back to years later. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite lines we didn't bring up, I don't think, was uh, "I was never afraid before you showed oh, up." Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. God damn it! Like that—that that was another one for me. I'm like, yeah, this broke me. Like this fucking got me. Like 
the power of love is so powerful. And That's I love the that power they, of love. They, they can use that in, in so many different ways to tell so many different types of stories. And like they said this in the little post show breakdown, but this being just the most beautiful end, like this is a happy ending for them. Yeah, yeah. They, they got to live their life together and all that. It's like just, it just is such a, a amazing, like, amazing thing to think about and realize that like no matter who you are no matter what's going on you there is love out there and it can turn even the worst situation ever good and even somebody that is the type of person that um uh bill is in this game in this in this show even he can turn things around and even he can find the light and stuff yeah. i mean that's Beautiful. one thing i want to throw out that also maybe tear up uh, toward the second half of the episode was yeah them growing old together and kind of like coming to expect now the tropes of tv especially zombie or um, post-apocalyptic tv where people are dying every single episode i in my head i was like there's no way both of them make it through this episode right and like for a, a same-sex relationship i think you're 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 so used to the trope of somebody dying early on to motivate the other character somebody getting fridged or whatever it is the fact that both of them got to make it to essentially the end of their lives right and like do that on their own terms and like really take that situation and do that in a post-apocalypse i think is really beautiful absolutely let us know in the comments below what you thought of this episode. And remember, we're going to be doing this each and every week live on YouTube.com slash kind of funny 9 a.m. every Monday. I can't wait. I absolutely love it. Next week looks like it's going to be a blast. I'm sure the rest are as well. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye. Grab a waddle.